Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Well, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Excited to talk to you about lifting up. But before we start talking about the book, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jody. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Will Kruer with People First Talent Retention Consulting. We help small businesses grow through talent acquisition strategies and helping them support onboarding processes as it relates to their culture and efficiency and communication internally. So I kind of fell into that industry by happenstance. I was in finance for quite some time and had went to meet with a recruiter myself and was recruited in internally and just kind of had a natural knack for making matches and helping people find you know, what they're passionate about and getting them aligned with great opportunities. So I found that passion and decided I wanted to create my own business to be able to work with the clients that I wanted to work with and work with quality candidates. You know, Through that journey, I've been aligned with my two extraordinary partners, Melanie Boer and Alex Bowden. And we've created kind of a holistic service offering for our clients with helping them obtain talent. Some of the best recruiters I know are recruiters who are in the industry first. So I love that story because I, I see so much potential when someone knows the industry and then starts to recruit. I'm not that person on the opposite. I started as a recruiter. So I also think those people do well too. But I really think there's something amazing when you can say I've been there and done that when you're talking to either a client or a customer. Yeah, it does make a big difference. And, you know, my niche is within finance and accounting. We do work with other industries as we do have a lot of different service lines, but it has helped me really understand kind of what makes a quality candidate from a technical standpoint, as well as from, you know, cultural aspects and personality and where they might best be aligned. So it has helped a lot with, you know, understanding my clients' needs and understanding what a candidate's seeking and, you know, being able to make that successful match. Absolutely. And so Alex actually just did the podcast because she was in Heart Driven, part of mm -hmm. the Women in Business series. And I was talking to her about how awesome it was that she was able to be a part of a book series with both of her partners, you and Melanie. So I'm curious, how did they get you to raise your hand for the Women in Business series? And tell us a little bit about your chapter. Yeah, that's an excellent question because I didn't raise my hand. Melanie had kind of pushed me into it and kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. She's really good about that. And that's why I've really enjoyed our partnership. You know, it's really important to surround yourself with people who challenge you and who expect more out of you and who push you, you know, to be the, the best professional that you can. And so, you know, I've really appreciated that about her. And she's very involved in a lot of different organizations, a lot of different networks and a lot of different initiatives. And so something that she's been very passionate about has been authoring books with other authors and, you know, sharing that thought leadership and getting more exposure and gaining some traction in the market. So she kept telling me that, hey, you're a great advocate for women. You have two women business partners. You were raised by your mother and your sister. And it seems like women are extremely important to you. You're constantly talking about them. And I think that you would be a good voice in this book. And, you know, I was kind of hesitant and, you know, didn't think that I had that unique of a story to share. But, you know, she kind of kept after me and I decided that it'd be good to get involved and share my perspective. And more so than just authoring the book, I think the people that I've connected with and the conversations that we've had have been extremely big value. And so I really appreciate her pushing me into that. 
Well, I love how you start your chapter. You know, we're on a date and, and someone said, you're a woman's man. And you were thinking ladies, man, right? Like that term when she was actually talking about you being a supporter and an advocate for women. So I, I loved how you started your chapter. I thought that was a very fun way of doing it. So tell us a little bit about your chapter, kind of what do you talk about? What are some insights that you've had, especially being within a partnership with two women? Yeah. And it's not something that I had really ever thought about. Melanie talks about my involvement with women and my date had talked about that. And you had recognized that that was never something that resonated with me until I took a step back and kind of listened to the feedback that I was receiving about, you know, a lot of my conversations do revolve around women and their impact in my life. And so that's kind of what inspired my chapter is how those relationships not only, you know, developed me personally, but also had an impact on my professional career and how I view strategy for business and how I view goals and how we can accomplish those goals utilizing different skill sets. And so I think, you know, my chapter is really about women have a diverse skill set. You know, any diverse group brings different perspectives and brings different backgrounds and different skill sets. And so when you culminate those in particular areas, it can be really beneficial to having a business be competitive or, you know, developing modern strategies. And so I think my chapter was a lot about how the personal attributes of women can be applied, you know, in a technical sense in the business world and just some common things to look out for and some common misconceptions that you know are actually a positive and a plus. Yeah, I think a lot of times we think of some of our negatives as negatives when actually they are positives, or it's just the, the opposite of what maybe someone else is doing. And that's a positive because it helps with that diversity of thought, creating new ideas and having more, I guess, opportunity, right? For options or services or whatever you do within your business. Now you talk about that you were raised by your mom and your sister and what a beautiful picture you have in your chapter too, by the way, love that picture of you guys. What's one of, and I know she's probably taught you so much, but maybe one of the biggest things that your mom taught you that you always think about or you use on a daily basis. I think her patience is really what has impacted me. You know, she went through a lot of adversity throughout her lifetime. And, you know, I had some adversity in my childhood as well. And I think what really resonated with me was, you know, she's always had such a strong work ethic. And, you know, in this day and age, a lot of us, you know, especially the younger folk have this idea or image that if you work hard, that you'll achieve success. And that's not always the case. You know, it's really about persistence and it's really about patience and it's really about not giving up. And so just watching my mom constantly kind of get set back to square one in so many different situations and maintain a positive attitude and continue forward is really something that I've applied, you know, personally and professionally, that's kind of given me a lot of guidance. And I know one thing that she had kind of pointed me in the right direction in the past was I had been looking at a house to purchase and it was a foreclosure. And so it was at an extreme discount. But at the time, I didn't really have a lot of time or resources to be able to fix it up. And so I kept telling her, I was like, it's such a great deal. It's exactly what I was looking for, but I'm just worried about the timing given where I was in my life. And so she told me, you know, if the timing's not right, then the timing's not right. And there's really nothing to think about. And so I kind of apply that with her patience and, you know, how helpful that is anytime you get into a tough choice or anytime you're kind of experiencing a setback to just be persistent and keep after your goal. 
And that's something as a recruiter, we have to have, right? Patience, persistence, perseverance when you're working with candidates and businesses, because it doesn't always go the right way either. So let's talk a little bit about your writing journey. So obviously, Melanie, who I know very well, is very good at elbowing people to do things. So she kind of gets you into this situation, you have to write a chapter. How was that, you know, sitting down, writing the chapter? Did you have any aha moments about yourself? You know, as far as my writing journey, if I had any advice to offer, it would be just to start writing. I think I spent a lot of time thinking about what I wanted to write or trying to organize it into, you know, how it was going to flow or what the structure was going to be or what the talking points were going to be. And I think that that really held me back kind of in the beginning stages. And so I think for me, the best thing to do was to just start writing and go back and punch it up later and organize it later. And so through that experience, it's very emotional and it's very personal anytime you're writing anything, even if it's a technical piece. And so when you kind of map out your emotions like that on a piece of paper and read them back and have them kind of in a visual manner, it really helps you organize your thoughts and your feelings about things and how you can apply them to whatever your strategy is going to be. So that was really what I learned was taking something so emotional and giving it more of a substance and tangibility. Yeah, writing is very vulnerable, no matter what you write. If you're going to push it out to the world, they get to read it, they get to critique it, they get to talk about it, right? So it is, it can be really hard to start. But like you said, if you just start writing, you can then tweak it, fix it, enhance it, and then obviously have an editor do even more if you want once it gets in. And obviously, it worked because you're now an Amazon best selling author. So congratulations (laughs) on that. How did that feel? Or what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I was really interested to kind of see that happen. And I wasn't too familiar with that process. And so I had kind of asked Alex how that works. And she had shown me that there's various categories and various metrics that they use. And so to, you know, be number one in certain categories based on, you know, women in business and emotions and, you know, things like that, that Amazon categorizes it into was really interesting to see. And I think that it also great display of our support network and people that are interested in our thought leadership and want to be involved in the service that we're providing. So I was really happy to see all the support that came out. Absolutely. It's amazing how many people cheer you on through this process that you didn't even know would. And then to be able to hit this type of milestone, you know that the book's out there. People are going to get to read it. They're going to hear your story and hopefully they'll be able to take that and move forward and do something for themselves or for someone in their life. You know, the whole kind of twofold with the book is so powerful. So, so excited to see all four of the books become bestsellers. And I love that Lifting Up became a bestseller because it had two men and it celebrated women. And I thought that was very powerful, especially on that day to see that women need to support each other, but we need men supporting us too. So Will, thank you so much for being a woman's man. I love that. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Before we leave, would love to know what's the best way for our audience to connect with you if they want to do so after this. I would say to follow me on LinkedIn. We have a lot of thought leadership, you know, on our page. And I like to add a little fun with my LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn can be kind of dry sometimes with a lot of articles and things like that. So I like to have a little fun on my page. And so I'd certainly encourage everyone to connect with me there. Awesome. We'll add that to the notes of the episode, but we'll thank you so much for being a part of the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jody. Thanks for listening to the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.